Today on the Winning Edge podcast, we're joined by legendary jockey Jeff Lloyd ahead of his last day of race riding at Doombin on Saturday. Thanks for coming on the show, Jeff. Hi, Greg. Morning. First of all, congratulations on a decorated and highly successful career. Thank you. Yeah, it's been good. How would you describe the emotions ahead of um, tomorrow, knowing it's your last day, you'll, you'll be going to the races as a, as a jockey? Yeah, at the moment I'm fine. I think uh, probably that day when I see a lot of my friends around, we got a big bunch of people coming to support me, and I'll probably, probably get a bit emotional. You know, my last run, I, I would suppose, pretty normal to be, but um, at the moment I'm all good. That's good to hear. Um, so, so most of our listeners would know the story of Jeff Lloyd, but um, for those who don't, where did your journey as a jockey start? Yeah, uh, started in South Africa. Um, I have a South African Jockey Academy, which um, every jockey has to go through to start. It's a five-year apprentice in, in Durban. Uh, that's where it all started off. Um, that rode most, most of my career in, in South Africa, obviously, and then done a lot of travelling later on. And that academy you speak of, um, it's a pretty tough school, I've heard. Yeah, it's, it's very tough. It's, um, it's a proper apprenticeship where you're still doing your schoolwork. It's long hours. You get up very early, uh, stables in the mornings, ride work, then school, then stables in the afternoon, back to school. So it's, it's a full, from three in the morning till eight at night, you're, you're busy and uh, you're obviously an apprentice to a couple of the senior apprentices, so you've got to make sure all their kits is clean after races and prepared for the next meeting, so it's a full full day. What, what kind of um, attributes did that instill into you? A lot of hard work, I guess, a discipline? Yeah, obviously. Obviously, um, you know, you're 14 when you go in, so you're, you're very young in your mind and all that, and um, obviously coming from home, I'd come from very quiet sort of upbringing, and to be thrown into that uh, was a bit of shock to the system and something you had to adjust to. And it just made you grow up very quickly. You realise like you're on your own. There's no one to help you, and you just got to get on with it. And what while we're on the South African riders, I know a lot of a lot of people notice they've got a little bit bit of a distinctive style. Um, and I guess punters love that in the close finish because it really lifts them over the line. Um, where does that style come from? Is it is it a South African thing? Yeah, it's it's actually not South African at all. It's probably um, uh, I. I I picked up riding in England uh, the, the bouncing style um, from Pat Edery, who was the uh, you know I still watch videos of him now and um, how he was so good in timing and he just perfected the art of riding like that. I could see that what it what it did to the horses and um, I started that in South Africa and then a lot of jockeys have started that. But the act when they teach you at the academy, it's not it's not that way at all. You know, they actually teach you very much the basics, the old school. Um, shorter rain, whole foot in the iron. They 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 really still install the basics, and then once you leave your apprenticeship, because a lot of the top jockeys have been doing this, a lot of the young kids as they come out their time start trying to do it. So it's become a style in South Africa, but it's not what we're taught. And your son Jaden, he's an apprentice at uh, Lindsay Park in Melbourne. He also went to the academy. He went just um, for a about nine months uh, it was just uh, he was a good age um, I, I knew what it did to me and I just thought it'd be great for him to go there ride work um, you when you when he was here he was probably working three three horses a morning but going there I knew he once he gets to Somersault uh, which is a training establishment that you go to um, once you've um, 
once you've been there about three or four months, if you're doing well, you ride up to 20, even sometimes more in the morning. And I just knew by you know by sending him there, he would have he would have much more practice and uh, would would improve his riding and toughen him up at the same time. You know, so there was a, the reasons why I just spoke earlier. What the academy instills in you is respect to your adults, and I wanted all that. You know, so it's there. You know, and what is expected. You know, that's great. Great to see. Um, so how how's Jaden coming along? Is he is he likely to start race riding soon? Yeah, I think he'll. I don't think he's far off. He's um, they're supposed to uh, do twenty trials in Melbourne, but he, yeah, he'd done quite a few uh, unofficial trials here before he went, and obviously riding for the David Hayes and Tom Dominic, Dominic at Lindsay Park establishment. They do a lot of jump outs at at uh, at their establishment, so he's he's probably you know every week doing ten ten or twelve there, and done about forty forty five barrier trial so he's he's had a very good uh, introduction so I'm, I'm pretty sure when they decide um they you know he can go forward he's well prepared and i, I think it i think it'll be pretty soon he's going to uh chad Schofield's wedding with us on uh, next friday and then i think when he gets back uh hopefully won't be too far off must be proud to see him continue the legacy has he, has he always wanted to be a jockey and did, did you actually want him to be a jockey or um, I had mixed things when I was younger. I always wanted my children to, to ride because it was something I loved and I thought, well, it's entirely up to them. Um, later on in life, when I, you know, you realise how tough it is and how many jockeys do make a good living out of it and don't spend their life in the sauna all the time, it, it, then you start having mixed feelings. Is it really something you want your children to do? But I left it up to them and they both were very keen from young ages to want to ride. Um, so they're both, you know, yeah, it's on their own. It's, it's, it's on their own that they want to do it. And now I know they want to do it. Obviously, I'll, I'll be happy to, you know, provide as much information and help I can. And you, you'll be his manager when you, um, when he gets up and running? Well, it's, that's a plan. Um, he, he's got to do his own 20 winners. The apprentice uh, school there make them do their own to learn to you know and, and introduce themselves to all the different trainers by making these phone calls so that's great and then once he's uh, allowed to have a manager now i'm retired um I'll, i will do that for him and hopefully you know do a, do a good job i've been doing my own for the last couple of seasons and i enjoy it it's something i enjoy doing reading the form studying the form trying to find the right horses you know and th- that'll keep you busy in your time i guess Yes, yes, it'll give me something to do and obviously make me proud when I do find a horse that he, he wins on and hopefully starts a relationship with a new trainer and, you know, and, uh, whatever whatever help I can give, obviously it'll be great. And, and like most jockeys, you've had, had your own setbacks. Um, you had the stroke in 2013 and I guess most would have given that a, given it away after then. Why, why didn't you? Um, I just felt once I got over it, you know, I... Uh, Probably took me ten months to a year to actually get over it. Didn't think I didn't know how how good I would get over it, but uh, I was pretty confident after a while that I felt good enough to give it a, a go, and I still felt, felt I had more to show Australia. I didn't think I was riding at my best before I had the stroke, um, 
the brake dummy group cleaned my mind, cleaned my body up, um, and I, I just thought if I get on a horse and I feel comfortable, I know I can do more than what I've done. Um, so that was that was it. Once I rode a horse, I felt good, and then it was uh, you know it was back to back to business again, really. And it's um it's been proved the right decision. You're, you're going to pick up your yeah. fourth um, Queensland Jockeys Premiership this year. Um, I, I guess you're at the top of the game. Why, why retire now? I always thought, you know, it's don't push it too far. I always dreamt that I would go out on top um, riding well, and I have, and I don't want to push it too far. You know, I'm, you've got to be realistic and say you're, I'm close to 60 now. Your body can only take so much, and I, I can, I, and with, with, both boys getting pretty serious into their riding now. I want to spend more time worrying about them, not worrying about me studying my form, going to work. I don't want it to be about me anymore. I want it to be about them. And you've ridden more than 5,500 winners around the world. What's your most memorable win? Look, obviously, uh, I've got uh, a lot of good wins behind me. I've got memorable moments. Um, Winning three Group Ones in a day in, in a, on a big day in South Africa was um, was obviously a, a great feeling, and the seven winners I've had on four occasions were all special occasions, and some big races around the world in Singapore, Hong Kong were also great moments. So it's hard to pick one out. What's the best horse you've ridden then? Uh, best horse I rode was a, a great horse called Wolf Power in the early eighties. And what about in Australia? Is there is there one which stands out? Um, not really, no, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, obviously, um, Nom de Jour was, he, he won the derby for me and ran second in the Caulfield, um, otherwise, the horse that excited me the most was winning Rupert, he, um, he would have stayed unbeaten had he not had knee chips in his last race, um, he, uh, he was probably one of the best sprinters I ever rode and exciting horses, just a pity his career was was shorted, but yeah, he probably it was the most exciting horse I rode here. And and you're considered quite a mentor to the jockeys in the the, the Queensland jockeys room. Who's the um, the rider up up there with the most potential? Um, no, that's I think of the young guys coming through that they um, I won't say they're finding it tough. They're starting to find, but it's it's quite a senior jockey room myself. Jim Byrne, um, David Bounds just just retired. Robbie Fred. That's the guys are on top. Are all well experienced riders, uh, and all we all ride bottom weight. We none of us have weight problems. So, you know, they've got to they've got to step up to sort of be there. Maddie McGilvray is probably the name that comes to mind straight away. That he's finding good form. He had a good carnival, and he's come off that, and he's riding very well. He's had a lot of luck in some feature races now. So. He's there, and then there's, there's young kids like Jackson Murphy, who's had a quiet run at the moment, but I'm sure he'll bounce back. He's a very nice person, good kid, trainers like him, and I think he's got a bright future as well. Is there more that could be done to um, incentivise these uh, new young jockeys com- coming through the ranks? In Queensland? Yeah, yep. Look, I, I've sent my, my children, my boys both, to Melbourne because I think the... The academy there um, gives them the best opportunity to make something of themselves, and, and I, I like strict rules, and uh, I think it's good for children at that age. I, the only reason I didn't keep them here is 
because that where they have to ride in the beginning, they've got to go pretty far out and ride in places where I, I wouldn't feel comfortable. It's all good to make them tough and, and ride in, in certain areas, but I, I always think you learn from who you ride around. And I, I think in Melbourne and Sydney, you you start off and you're riding against good ride, top riders and you learn from them. And I just think where they send the children here, it's not a great system. Um, so that's the reason why I've taken them elsewhere. Is that mainly because of the, the travel involved and the perhaps no, the quality just, of the trucks? Uh, or? The tracks they got to ride at. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty... Uh, I'll, I've never been to them, but I've heard from from trainers that have apprentices and all that, that it's just jump and go. It's like sand tracks and, and tight, quick tracks. Um, and it, it teaches them to just jump and drive a horse from the beginning and not learning pace of a race and, ta- and you know, um, tactics and all this. Yeah. Um, and it's very important how you begin your career on learning from your mistakes. And I just think if you learn just to drive, 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 it's not the ideal start. So, uh, yeah, that's the reason why I, I look to elsewhere. So, so what, what does the future hold for you post-retirement? Will you still have an involvement in the sport? Um, of course, with my children, I'm going to have an involvement, of course. And I'll be following their careers wherever they go. Um, that will be my involvement. I don't think um, training or anything like that will... You know, I've had a long career of, uh, and uh, I really just want to enjoy it. I've, re- I've retired to retire and try and make life enjoyable and simple as it can be and, and enjoy my, my children, yeah. Great. Um, so before we let you go, you've got a great book of rides tomorrow for your final day at Doombin. Um, any that stand out as being particularly good chances? Yeah, I don't think I've got outstanding rides, not by no means. I think I've got a few chances. Um, Toby Edmonds got two runners and he's been my main supporter and he, he supported me... Um, right through my whole campaign here and he's put a couple in that I think are going well at home but the Sunday session is uh, first up and he runs over further but his work at home has been really good uh, I'm expecting a good showing from him the same applies with Granny Red Shoes first up better over further but also doing good work at home and being fresh expect a good showing from her as well so they'll both need some some luck but they're both going well uh, and uh Obviously, want to go out. Love to go out having a winner, but uh, it's not going to be. Uh, there's nothing cut and dry tomorrow. I don't think. Fantastic. All right. Thanks for your time, Jeff. Uh, best right. of luck tomorrow. Hopefully, there's a winner or two there for you. And once Thank again, you. congratulations on a wonderful career. Thanks so much, Jeff. Thanks. Cheers. Bye.